Savage. Hey, what's going on, Savages? Welcome to another episode of the Savage Snowflake Podcast with me, Jeff Leach. Uh, I'm going to introduce my guest in just a second. Oh, yeah. We're going to do this awkward thing where I have to do a readout for the advertiser directly before I actually announce that you're here. See, he's not even here really right now. Uh, I love that. Uh, thank you very much, first of all, for all the love you guys have been giving on YouTube as well. You're obviously enjoying the video uh, element, I guess, of the podcast, which we're going to be doing now. And I'm giving you a chance to look at the beautiful faces that I'm interviewing. Big shout as well to our new patron, William Zoback. You're a legend. I love you. I'm going to come to your house. I'm going to watch you sleep. I'm going to stroke your hair like the baby that you are. Um, <laughs> Patreon.com forward slash Savage Snowflake. If you want to support this podcast, uh, you can do as little as a dollar a month. That's nothing. You can literally shit a dollar a month, I imagine. Or maybe five dollars a month, which is what? A beer, I guess? That's a beer? That's, That's a, beer. a beer. Or a six pack in, a, in like... You know, middle of nowhere. Oh yeah, you could probably get some like Natty's Ice. There you go. It's yeah. a Natty's Ice six pack. Yeah. Or supporting this podcast and enjoying two episodes every single week, every single month. That's eight a month for five bucks. That'd be great. Uh, also, this episode is brought to you by our wonderful sponsors, Boundless Technology. They strive to advance in the cannabis industry by creating innovative products with portability and stealth in mind, aiming to deliver an affordable, efficient, and straightforward experience for the consumer. Boundless offers an alternative to the traditional joint or water pipe enjoy the taste smells and effects of cannabis at lower vaporization temperatures with boundless technology products use the coupon code guess what it is pete it's savage 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 for 10 percent off all boundless technology products at bndlstech.com follow boundless on all social media at bndlstech all right that's it that's the fucking admin out of the way which means i can now introduce our wonderful guest on today's podcast this gentleman is a comedian that i perform with uh i shouldn't be on the same lineups as him but no, because you sh- you're amazing that's very sweet you're the best i was i was fishing for the for compliment to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> but he's a he's a comedian who i know through uh performing together at the comedy cellar which is i would i would say if not the one of the best comedy clubs in the country, yeah, it's the Studio Fifty Four of comedy right it, now. I mean, it is the best. It, it's it's the it's the cream of the crop. There you know? we go. Yeah, uh, uh, his name is Pete Lee. Uh, you can catch him on numerous sets on Jimmy Kimmel. If you if you go online and just Google or go to YouTube and put in Pete Lee comedian, you'll find. You've done like three over the last year three, already, yeah. and you've got a fourth coming up as well. I got a fourth. I'm doing a fourth. Um, it's funny that you said Jimmy Kimmel because it's oh, it's it, Jimmy it's Fallon. Stalin. I'm so sorry. No, but sorry, everybody sorry. everybody does that. Like my my dad will call and be like, "I saw you on Kimmel," and I'm like, "It was it's it Fallon. Was, it was Fallon. It's Fallon." I'm so but, sorry. It's because well, we just smoked some weed, right? Yeah, before. we did. Um, <laughs> so we'll, we'll see. This is this whole thing is an experiment to see how I can talk on on weed. Well, it's I, also to see how comfortable can two men talk in a podcast while sitting with yeah. their knees leg almost to leg. touching yeah isn't that isn't that funny that like whenever you watch an interview like a 60 minutes interview yeah um and the person's kind of sweating and whatever i wonder if that's because of the subject matter if, or if because like on tv for it to work yeah their knees are touching they're literally yeah. just together yeah right? they're just this close to each other normally there's a table there's some kind of partition to say well that's your side yeah this is my side we're both safe in our little areas yeah but I feel like I know. Where's this one? At any that, moment, hands could cross. <laughs> this, I would love it if I find out that this podcast is just like you molest people on camera and see if that's what happens. you would love it if that's what you found out. No, it'd be hilarious if that was the thing. Like you're like, how how far this can is, you go this with is the a camera? Kavanaugh college dorm room <laughs> drinking session of podcasts? Yeah, yeah. that's so, oh god, that whole subject matter is so funny. 
I made a I made a post where I just said, "Hey, I believe her." Like, "Hey, I, I looked at it." I oh, really I saw that. At, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I saw, looked at I all saw your of tweet. it. Yeah, I look at all of it and like I believe her. Like, and like that's not a crazy thing to say. Just like I believe somebody. Yeah, yeah. And uh, how much hate should you get? Oh, the hate was crazy. Um, like this guy the other day, he like pretty late. He sent me a thing that said, uh, "She's a dumb lying bitch," wow. and then all of his. Like pictures were just like the most angry guy, and what in terms of his media? If you click on his Twitter profile, look at the media. Yeah, it's just all everything. Like, everything was so angry. Every tweet, and so Dude, I don't also know. that's the way. Like you normally click on those people, and it's normally a flag of America, and yeah. then it would go like MAGA hashtag MAGA hashtag SJW because suck my dick. Yeah, and it's like you know, and then all their posts a hateful post towards anyone who doesn't agree with their their political outlet. So I'm yeah. just playing around with microphone. It's a terrible idea live. I Still have, recording. We're okay. I have a thing uh, about, uh, like, uh, so I just recently went down a rabbit hole where, because, um, like, I, I'm, like, I'm definitely liberal, but, like, mm. I'm, like, kind of, like, an old school liberal guy where, like, I have friends that are really conservative. Mm. And, like, I listen to them and, like, everything's fine. And, but like I think that there's are you a, silently judging them when you're listening to them or are you listening um, going alright I can see your points I want to hear what they have to say like yeah. like I want to hear I just want to hear what they're what they're saying and I want them to be as comfortable as they can to you know like what really... podcast would be perfect for you what the Savage Snowflake podcast yeah that's literally what it is <laughs> really yeah well, I'm, I'm a snowflake yeah. I'm considered a snowflake because I'm liberal and democratic in my political outlook yeah but I'm also savage enough to go I fucking hate overt PC culture I can't stand and SJWs, you know, mm-hmm. writing angry blogs about if you have an opinion that barely differs, you know, in any shape or form to theirs, then you're clearly a misogynist, right-wing, conservative, neo-Nazi cunt. Yeah. And I also do have friends who are conservative, and I, and I, some, some, a smaller amount, but some of their conservative values or outlooks or ideologies, I agree with. You go, okay, I can, yeah, I, yeah, I can get on board with that one, yeah. but maybe not that one. Yeah. Tighten and- up, tighten up immigration a little bit. Sure. You know, mm-hmm. deport people who've been living here, <laughs> who are safely. No, like don't deport those people. But yeah, tighten up immigration. Sure, that's a great idea. You know that balance. You know, I I totally agree with that. And like, I but I just like I went down a rabbit hole recently where I think there's a huge difference between conservative people mm-hmm. and um, and by the way, us liberals, we started this narrative that like like if you voted for Trump, then you're just as racist as yeah as, yeah, you know, yeah oh as, yeah as X Y and Z. But I really am starting to think that that's not the case, and and like I think that there's kind of like like middle of the road regular conservative people, sure, and then there's like the Fox News Trumpers, yeah, because like I I was well, I started, polit- but like those polarized two camps, polarized, they're yeah. mental, but then yeah. there are people like me and sounds like yeah. like you who are just either to the left or just to the right going. Hey, wait. Who, where did these fucking lunatics yeah. come from? They're not us. Yeah, and like, I mean, on 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 our side, like, mm. we have the people that like like they they don't believe in gender pronouns, like all this kind of stuff. Sure. And like, if and I'm also somebody. I should that, have actually asked before I introduced yeah, you. What do you prefer yeah. to go by? <laughs> I want to be a they. <laughs> You're a but, they. It, but it's funny because like uh, like I have people in my family that they prefer to be called theys and so and I'm like cool in your family yeah and I'm right. like I'm Who's like that then uh well it's it's like my niece and her like her friends and like that so she she's Children. in that community she's in that community and and I'm like how, how old is she uh she's like 25 oh but, okay so she's but, a grown woman yeah she's a grown woman but like like she's in that in that arm of it and I'm like I'm one of those people that I'm like I will call you they all day long like like sure, I sure. like I re- I totally respect that but the thing that I... You just don't secretly really acknowledge what's happening inside because you're like, I mean, you're definitely a she. 
Well, yeah, I'm definitely I she. Saw, I held 100%, you. 100% she. <laughs> I'm when a, you were born, I held you in my arms. And yeah. I definitely, you've got a vagina. Yeah. I saw it. I saw a baby this, vagina. This inseam on my pants is actually a zipper and then it goes to a dress. Um, <laughs> but it doesn't need to because I don't acknowledge the feminine. Um, <laughs> but but no, but like I, like I, the thing that I don't like is when you use it, like, because I definitely, like, I identify as a gender. Yeah. And like, I use gender pronouns and whatever in my, in my, like, I, I studied biology. Like, I, I definitely think that there's a male and a female. You have a, but, yeah, you have a scientific outlook on yeah, it. Yeah. Um, but if somebody else prefers that, I'll call that to you. But the thing that I don't like is that, like, if I use a gender pronoun and then you get really mad at me, you got to tell me first. You yeah. got to tell me, like, hey, I need you to do this. Or, like, hey, this is who I am. In How do you feel about someone like Jordan Peterson? Because his whole shtick is going, I, I will, fine, if someone says to me, Oh, please call me refer to me by they or them or yeah. a lady says refer to me by him or his because you know I'm transitioning or whatever it happens to be yeah John Peterson like myself would go yeah sure if you ask me to do it I don't mind doing it if that's how what makes you happy sure it's not hurting anyone but do I have to but his whole shtick is I don't have to acknowledge that your decision to say that you're a completely different gender than, uh-huh. than the one you were born as or you currently still are I don't have to acknowledge that as a real thing. I don't have to be in agreement with you. Oh yeah. You know? I mean, I guess that that, in my opinion, that's like kind of that's assumed. You know, yeah. like in your own mind, you can think of whatever the hell you want. Yeah. But um, like I would never be outspoken. Yeah. Like if somebody you don't um, want to turn up to your niece's twenty sixth birthday. Yeah. And be like, bitch. Yeah. I got you some pink dresses because you're a girl and that's the way it's going to be from now on. Yeah. And like, and she's also... I assume she's a vegan as well, right? Uh, she she has been in and out of veganism. Yeah, there you go. Slap yeah, a big is... fucking slab of ribs on the table. <laughs> Brought something to barbecue. Get back in the kitchen. Cook it up for Uncle Petey. <laughs> but like, I will say this, like my niece is really cool. Like I think that like in that community, she's re- she's like really cool and like understanding. I mean, and- you have to say this. She's related to your sister or brother, right? Um, yeah, yeah, she's my brother's daughter, but like, she's also like legit cool. She's like, I'm like, fucking with you. Of no, course no, I know. you love her. You love her, I and mean, you love her, and you think she's yeah. genuinely a decent person. But as well. we, but we've also like, we've all run into like the like the intolerant on that side. Have you, you know? ever had a battle? Have you two ever had a debate where you're trying to be reasonable and say, yeah, I, I respect what you're doing, and, and but then you've said something that wasn't politicized enough for her and she's gone well p uncle p i think you um i mean i think that my my general views are decently in line with hers you know okay. like like i think that she's just like like she's she's in like a whole nother sector like with like she's coke she, she's probably coke. yeah she's probably like the moderate of her sector oh wow okay. that, yeah, that yeah. she hangs out with and then like like i'm probably moderate of the other sure 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 yeah, yeah, yeah but like i don't know but i I like I, I my whole thing is like I just like to hear all of it, but I just recently went down a rabbit hole, uh, realizing that like like we're we're basically saying like we're a country divided, we're a nation divided. Yeah, I don't think we are. Like I really don't think that we are, especially in terms of like like hardcore like Trumper type people. Sure. Do you remember when we we would acknowledge them as like the Tea Party? You know, and it was like this is a sure. small sect yeah, yeah. of people. Um, and then Fox News kind of got on board with that sort of thinking, uh, just in general. And then, but recently, I, I just went to Fox News's Twitter, and I was like, "Oh, they have 18 million people, which is a lot. Like that's way more than me." Um, but like 18 million people is not a lot in general, you in know? terms of an audience. 
Yeah, like online at least. It's yeah. pretty small. So then I looked at their rating ratings each day, and they get two million people to watch it a day. Like that's not a lot. There's yeah, yeah, three hundred twenty-five yeah. million Americans. Yeah, and not like only a third of them vote. But I was just like, I wonder how many people are reached by the memes every day. I feel like memes probably have a, a bigger reach now. I like think, a picture of a, a picture of a girl with thick glasses and a fringe, and yeah. you know, just triggered fucking snowflake. <laughs> I guarantee you that gets more than two million views. That's true. And two million shares. That yeah, that's true. That like that that reach is way crazier. And like, I mean, I think that in like in the far right conservative, like, there's a lot of different ways to get your news. There's like Fox News. There's Breitbart. There's uh, talk radio. Just um, go down to the local Nazi club, hang out down there. Yeah, down there. What scrawled on the walls of the toilets? Yeah, but all together, like, if you look at like Rush Limbaugh's numbers, you look at Breitbart numbers. Like, I think that all together, there's probably like there's probably fifteen to thirty million. I love that you've like done statistical analysis i really have like i've been <laughs> i've been the reaches of the far right or the, i know all right you know i know and the, the funny part about it is that's marijuana like i'll smoke weed at night i'm like i'm going to bed and then i'll see one number and i'm like rabbit hole three in the morning and uh, you're sitting there with a fucking excel spreadsheet open yeah, going just, just to tell you what do i how do i do it? is it sum equals bracket there we go let's and the numbers just don't add up. They don't add up, man. And the next yeah. time I see you, you're wearing a Tim Four hat. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just. But like this they're morning, listening to my thoughts. Yeah, they're oh, they're they're yeah, exactly. Like I'm like they know they're listening through my phone. If and someone then, was listening to your thoughts, do you think they'd be? Would they? And be honest. Uh huh. Would they be? And I'm talking over. Let's say a week, a week, a normal uh-huh. week of life for Pete Lee. Someone listens to your thoughts. Would they leave that week going? Oh yeah, he really is the you know the bubbly, upbeat, nice, liberal. Just hey man, I love everyone. Let's all just get together, kind of guy. Yeah, that you certainly are in your day to day life externally and on social media. That's part of your brand. You're a nice yeah. guy. Yeah, right? nice guy is your stick. My yeah. And then, or would they leave that week going? Oh, Pete Lee's a dark motherfucker. He's got some shit going on inside there. Oh God, I think I think they would be surprised um, at. Because I have, I have a lot of friends in comedy that go like, you're not really that guy that's the character on stage. But the problem is that like that guy on stage, the like, like oh, I hate conflict and, yeah. you know, and blah, you play blah, blah. You play yourself down as well a little bit like, oh, I'm just like a, oh, I'm just a bit of a dumb country boy. Yeah, I'm just a, well, gee whiz, you know. I'm a Midwestern guy. And, and Not like, quite Joe Mackey level of it. Yeah, not. <laughs> trying to cross the street and it took me four hours to get out there <laughs> that's one of the only impressions i can do is i can do that's joe mackey really good. i'm really... joe mackey um oh jeepers creepers yeah. i don't really know what happened gosh golly darn it i think i might have torn a ligament it's like fucking yeah um, it and i mean i de- but the the thing that would surprise but you sometimes like, you know like a like a hot chick walking down the street and you see it from behind you think yeah look at that fucking sweet oh. and you the car gets in front of her and you go oh my god she's fucking 17 or something and feel bad yeah we've all had that thought and if people yeah. could hear that thought yeah well i mean that would be your hashtag times up that would yeah. be your moment oh yeah i'd be i'd be me too'd from my thoughts of uh but but it, it, like yeah i mean you'd be a bigger target as well because i'm because i presented myself as such a that's nice why z's and sorry that's why you know he was gone after because every single interview it seemed like the man ever gave he was just like you know as a feminist and as a big supporter of women and blah 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 and then they were like all right well we'll oh so you <laughs> stick fingers in girls mouths okay you're terrible <laughs> yeah i mean i would say that like i mean i definitely have i i definitely have like real thoughts all day 
But like the guy that you see on stage is actually the voice in my head that I'm fighting against sure. all day. And especially having lived in New York, I had all these people be like, "This is how you you need to be more real. You need yeah. to be more this. You need like negativity is the truth. All that kind of stuff." And I don't and, think I think I don't think negativity is a is a is a sellable commodity for comedy at the moment. I also agree. Yeah, yeah. I, and I'm struggling with that, and I'm trying to work out how I. Got to make sure when I'm even when you're even when you're being even when you're shitting on something, making an observation that is obviously mocking or you know uh, making something whether it's political, social, climate based or lighthearted, just an observation about yeah, you know, yeah, you have to make it upbeat and positive, even if it's angry and negative. Yeah, you have to sing a sad song happy. Yeah, you know, like you know Bill that Burr does that a lot. Yeah, yeah, you he know, does. Hey, these fucking things. You see these guys? You see? So he's still like. I'm animated and I'm happy and I'm oh, oh whoa whoa but I'm but I'm clearly just whinging for an hour. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Have you seen uh, Joe Rogan's recent special? I've only seen uh, podcasts of you. I haven't seen the okay. special. Is it good? He does. Yeah, he does a really good job because I mean he says some like like real harsh shit. Right. And um and then he he does the thing that Chappelle does where he, he goes all right I'm going to tell you the, the other side of this. Right. Like okay. like here's what you're thinking and here's what the critics are going to say to this. But this point of, but I'm a comedian, and this point of view is more fun. Sure, and, sure. Um, and did, but, what does he almost break that fourth wall and point that out? He does. He does several times okay. during the special. So, and he's like, "Look, I know I have to do that on stage. Sometimes I want to make a joke about something, and because I'm a big, clearly straight, white, cisgendered male, British accent, so that sounds a bit patronizing already. Yeah. And then big jewelry, looking like a fucking douchebag or a street magician. Like people want to." Go, oh, if I, if I make any joke that seems to be mocking liberal values, yeah. they don't immediately don't think I'm liberal. And they think, oh, this is clearly he's a right-wing, old-school, racist, homophobic, sexist yeah. piece of shit. But I have to preface it or end it with, just hear me out. And yo, I'm just playing devil's advocate and just saying we got to mm-hmm. see it from the other side. It's hard. Isn't, isn't that funny in terms, of, um, in terms of the way that people look? Like they could go one way or the other. Like you yeah. see a bearded guy, uh, like a bearded like hipster, and you don't know if he's like one of those guys that's like, I love Obama and yeah, books yeah, yeah. and whatever, or if he's like, God damn it, Obama! Like I just came from the hills and I love Obama yeah. and books. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just you don't know where that like where the like the same look can have, uh, yes. like can be on the right or the yes, left. Yes, yes. Uh, well, you can you can make different jokes mm-hmm. as a black comic than you can as a white comic. Yeah, that's a fact. Or as a woman, then yeah. as a man, mm-hmm. and right now, being white, male, straight, those three things, really, you really have to go. Hey, yo, it's almost like that. I don't want to say it this way because you know when someone says to you, tells a story and go, you know, hey, I'm not a racist, but uh, yeah, and then you know, Greg Gerardo says it in Midlife Vices. You know, guy goes, he goes when someone says that phrase. You know what's coming up next is the most racist shit. The you most. Know? Ra- I'm not a racist, but you know these fucking Mexicans. I think that's Greg Gerardo's. That's exactly word for word his bit. I fucking love that yeah. special. But he, uh, it, but that's it. It's almost like you go, "Hey, I want to tell you a joke about a thing," and they go, "You're not allowed." Yeah, you're not allowed. Well, it. I think that there's a sense of, um, you know, like uh, if if you tell a joke where people afterwards are going, "Yeah, but this." Um, I think that I think that doing inverting that and saying the yeah but this right away lets them just laugh at the joke. Exactly, present in both terms, sides of it in terms of technique. But like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I've definitely found that um, just like based upon my rabbit hole numbers, you mm-hmm. know, because like I'll perform for crowds and like I don't do a whole lot of political humor, but sure. every once in a while, 
if I do drop a Trump joke in there, um, and not and by the way, not a hateful one, just like he does a lot of buffoonish crap. Oh, he's a silly man. Yeah, he's a silly man, and so you're just you're acknowledging a silly thing about what a silly man did. Yeah, and then um, there will be like the same thing he would have done. Yeah. When he's on The Apprentice. Yeah. You know, you're mocking a reality celebrity star. Yeah. You know, I'm not says even weird shit. Yeah, I'm not even necessarily mocking the person. I'm mocking the behavior yeah. of this of this man person. And uh but like there'll be <laughs> That's a correct it, pronoun for him as well. A man, man person, person. A man That's person. What he wants yeah. To refer to <laughs> yeah. As, yeah. Um but, but like uh not a dog person. But but like like in a crowd full of like three hundred people, there'll be like Maybe five loud people that will go, ooh, yeah, ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. and I think those numbers are actually representative of our country. Like yeah, we, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Well, we ninety-five percent all... of people are just like, fair. This is fair to point this out. And yeah, five percent are like, no, my values. Yeah, exactly. It's like, um, like, uh, like I equate it to like, um, like, uh, like we all know someone that's in the LGBTQ community, right? Well, like, we do. Yeah. But actually, the more and more that I meet people from all over the world and different parts of countries, yeah, I find out there's there's a huge amount of people. I've lived in London, New York, Auckland, and Los Angeles. Yeah. Four incredibly cosmopolitan cities, very liberal, very progressive. But I know people who've never lived in a major city like that. They've lived in, you know, this town yeah. where there's no fucking black people, there's mm-hmm. no gay people, or if they are, they're definitely deep in a closet. They're so Oh, muted. because they get, you know, beating the shit out of them every single day or strung up outside a church. You know what I mean? So, <sighs> yeah. There's a, we've got to forget. We Liberals forget. I like your numbers. I like the idea that there's only 5% or let's say 10%, I think is more fair, yeah. of nut jobs, political nut jobs. Yeah. It's over politicized. And probably 90% of reasonable, but, you know, within that spectrum. In the, in the cap of the middle on exactly. both sides. Yeah. But then when it comes to people who actually have experienced other races, other cultures, uh, other sexualities, I think this it's still pretty almost 50 50. I think there's. It's a narrower. Yeah, you're look right. Look at Middle cause... America, look at Middle England. <clears throat> I remember when I went to college, I went to the University of Minnesota and uh, I got a job as a parking attendant. And first of all, like in my town, uh, now it's come out that like several of my classmates were gay, but they weren't there. Yeah. You know, they yeah, weren't yeah. in my town in Wisconsin. Did you know but, though? You, you knew. I secretly. felt like I knew. Yeah. Like I, I felt like I... Every guy who came out from my school, I was like, we knew you were sucking at it. We knew. We knew it. Yeah, we knew. Yeah. Like, and um, But like I remember I got to my dorm and my, my RA was a uh, gay... What's an RA? Uh, uh, the guy, the... I'm trying to think of how to describe Fred it. Fred House Bro. No, it's it's like on a dorm on your floor. There's like an adult that lives there that like, oh, you, okay. you Almost, can go to okay, about like, your problems. Not like a counselor, but like the... <clears throat> your, your representative... Like a chaperone. He's sure, almost like a chaperone. Sure, sure. Uh, my to make aunt, sure you're not shooting up fucking crack in your room or yeah, yeah. people having a party at three in the morning, keeping everyone awake when they got study. Or exactly. Yeah. So my RA was a, the person who ruins the fun. He was a, f- yeah, he's definitely the one that goes like, you can't have that beer in the room. And then he takes it and he drinks it with his friends. Ah, kind of a guy, you know, douchebag. That's, that's, douche that's yeah. the official title. <laughs> An Boring, RA. miserable fucking douchebag. An RA. Yeah. Usually they were a master's student that was like, they were getting free room and board. If they were the RA. Because if, if you're an RA, then you get to, you get to eat for free in the cafeteria. Then you get, you know, free room. Yeah. 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 But um, this guy was, so I, I come from this hometown where like, you know, like, 
no gay people. And this was a gay deaf man. Um, right. And, uh, like, I would say hearing impaired, but I recently heard that if you say that, that's that's an insult. Um, so it's deaf now. Deaf. It's deaf Back again. Back to deaf, yeah. Back to deaf. And then um, he also had HIV. And so, wow, like, that's like, a lot. And, like, and then he also had, a, like, a lot of friends. And so, like, I met... I met them throughout the year and stuff. That could be like, frustrating though. Sometimes maybe if he's sharing a drink with you and you're like, you know, can I catch anything from this? He's like, what? Can yeah. I catch this? <laughs> what? <laughs> you're, you're just, <laughs> I'm trying to like look like not even in a phone yeah. at the, in that year. I'd have to like go get a sign language book and then like like ask those yeah. questions to him as a confused Midwestern yeah. kid How that had never met any of that. Did he wait? Did he? Could he? Because um, some some deaf people. Uh, will sign they can lip read but when they speak you know they speak but in that kind of deaf yeah. I guess deaf affectation affectation kind of, we could call I it I really like the way you know yeah he did that and he could read yeah. lips and um did he have like a gay lilt to his deaf affectation no that's the funny ah. that's funny I wish, <laughs> I wish that he did I yeah I like know. like even um that's really sweet of you yeah I like the way you sign your name like you could say that, like, like if he had like a feminine affect to the way he signed, yeah, like that would be funny. But he was, he was <laughs> what signing in a very yeah. flamboyant, yeah, in a, yeah, fl- like an exclamatory signing. An he exc- starts off every sentence with a yeah. fucking jazz hand. Yeah, yeah. Then- yeah, you're like, oh, okay, I'm speak now. that means listen. That yeah, means yeah, listen. Yeah. He no, but he didn't have any of that. He actually like was. I remember watching him sign, and he was like a very like like. Um, uh, junty, like, like, okay, yeah, jolty. You know what that's from? Fisting. <laughs> Just when you get that fucking finger in buttholes and like, throwing fists in there, you get quite. You got to no, you got to be precise. You got to fucking hit the mark, right? <laughs> it's rhythm. It's, it's force. Rhythm, yeah, it's blunt force. Yeah. <laughs> that, um, but I, I forget where I was going with that because of the the weed. But um, oh, but then then I got a job as a parking. You, you were in, you were saying that you were in your hometown. There was no game when you went from that to this guy, this RA looking after this you, RA and being then gay, HIV positive, and uh, and deaf. Yeah, and I definitely was like like oh that's like and I but I was I'm I'm a little bit of a different guy and that like all his friends I wanted to talk to them and mm. I and like I think that back, but you couldn't because they were all deaf. They <laughs> well he had he had he had hearing. Uh, hearing yeah, he or had, hearing friends. He had hearing friends that were in the community, but like, oh, see that disgusts me. Intermingling of the species, like that, with the, <laughs> oh, awful of, of the hearing and awful. the yeah. Oh, ooh, ooh. Uh, <laughs> but um, but anyway, um, but then I got a job as a parking attendant, and then I worked outside of this facility. So there was this one lot that, like, when you looked at the numbers of it, like nobody went there. Nobody right. like like barely anybody came in and out. And you could see that when you signed up for these shifts. And so I was like, well, I want to go there. Why is nobody going there? Yeah. So I go there and my shift was for like from 7 in the morning until like 1 p.m. And, uh, and, and what were you doing? You were just like ticketing people when they come in and out? When they come in and payment. out, doing the cashier kind yeah. of thing. And so I was like, there's maybe going to be like like 50 cars all day. Yeah. And so I got there. I would pull out the drawer. I'd sleep on the register. And then the first morning, it was like 10 a.m., I woke up to this guy and he's in. This is your RA. No, no, no. This is this is. <laughs> so no, I, I, want, I would genuinely. Yeah, you so it's funny. This, well, first of all, I thought this was the first time you met him. Was at this parking? Oh no, no, no. This was um. So this is just like the first customer out of this, uh, and this was called okay. the West Bank Office Building, right? At the on the U of M campus. So if it's anybody the first wants, time you're in, engaging a customer, leaving the parking structure. leaving the parking structure, right? And um, and it's it's uh someone who in 
I now know is someone who is transitioning uh, okay. from a man to a woman. Right. Um, he was dressed as a man, but he still had stubble on his face. And oh, stuff. dressed as a woman, but still yeah, had stubble. Still had stubble. But it wasn't. It wasn't like when when my friends in high school had dressed up like like we had like dress up like a girl day sure, or sure, like sure. you know. Uh, it wasn't what? like what you had dress up like a girl day. Yeah, we did. Yeah, like like anytime like for some reason all the cool kids in my high school like whenever you had to dress up like in a Halloween costume they'd always dress up like cheerleaders or whatever. They got a, such dude. A kick you out said of you it. didn't meet any gay people in your hometown. These were the guys. They they were <laughs> These totally were the guys. Yeah, that were desperately just like come on, see how pretty I am. Come yeah. on. They're still fighting it and like trick or treat my balls to your mouth. And they loved it. They yeah. they loved like acting feminine like all day long and like um but well, anyway, actually maybe they were the straight ones. Cuz the ones who were super comfortable. I definitely dressed up in a dress a few times and I'm not going to lie. It feels pretty good, right? Yeah, it does. It feels but it also just feels good to be feminine, you know, like like it feels it feels good to let that out like and I Well, to look the women can do shit that we can't do. Mm-hmm. They have such a range of Outfits. They get to dress yeah. in different ways and look. I can look sexier. I can look powerful. I can look. I can look intimidating. I can look very homely, and they can change it up so easily. Whereas men kind of have normal outfit suit. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, or like shorts or yeah. pants or uh, yeah. Nazi lingerie. That's when it gets even better. It's not even the outside outfits that women get to enjoy. It's also oh, I can wear a pair of sexy knickers today, or I can have some homely white, you know, cotton pants that just make me feel safe because it's that time of the month whatever it is they get the yeah. different options all that yeah you know. La- what was that like lady in the streets but a freak in the bed that yeah, lady in the streets freak in the sheets yeah, yeah. that's that's what i am I like, i'm just a gentleman in the streets and then i like I'm a how freak in the rap and hip-hop you are yeah you couldn't rhyme just one you're a fucking comic you're a wordsmith and you were I like know. what is it lady in the streets and freak in the bedroom what is that one the... what's that one yeah what is mo that? money mo difficulties <laughs> in my personal life is that how it goes and see that goes back to your thing about if somebody could get in my brain they would see that I really am that that buffoon from my act yeah, but, yeah. Um, oh but anyway so, so back to this car that pulls up to me he comes um, out he's got a so lovely I... dress long hair yeah. stubble and this is the first time from my hometown that I've seen this. Yeah. And um, and I swear to you, like it's the most stereotypical you just thing. Your dick out below that. Oh desk. yeah, and I was like, started. I was like, let's get into this. Let no. But what I what happened was um, like I, I opened up my little window and he goes he goes hey daddy that, that was like <laughs> the first thing that he said. So like the most stereotypical thing that you could say of that, like he said that, and it made me laugh. And then um, he goes, listen. He goes, I'm going to level with you. He goes, I've been the first person out. He, go, he goes, I'm always the first person out in this lot every single day. Yeah. And so he, he goes, I made a deal with every parking attendant ever. He goes, if you let me out for free, I'll wake you up in the morning, you know, and then you won't get in trouble for sleeping. Because back even in those days, like there weren't like tons of cameras and stuff like that. He's like, so you'll get to wake up. You can sleep for the first part of your shift. Just like let me out for free like I know you can uh, with that toggle switch. And I was like, yeah, that toggle switch does do that. And so every morning, like, I became friends with this guy. Yeah, like, yeah, This yeah. was the first transsexual... Well, with this lady. Yeah, with this lady, yeah. This lady and, guy. And uh, and so I had a lot of conversations, and it turned out that, like, it was some crazy percentage, like, the majority of the percentage of sex changes in the world were happening on the U of M campus because they were one of the first places that was, was, like, cool with that. Yeah. But before you got to do that fully... Um, the like the surgery, you had to go to like a crazy amount of counseling in this building, which I think is great. 
Yeah, so the, you know, there's a quite a number that I, in terms of the numbers that I have looked at once upon a time. Yeah, uh, quite a huge amount of people that regret the change after it, the fact, or, yeah, or decide to you know uh, to trans transition back, or who you know hurt themselves or kill themselves because you know yeah, they, the, they still weren't comfortable. The suicide in numbers in that group, like like pre and post, are are insane. So like, yeah. I mean, we all use counseling. So in that group, they really need counseling because just statistically, yeah, the just numbers to make sure are you hundred percent you feeling good about this. Yeah. yeah. So they had to go there for like a crazy amount of hours, and that's why this guy was there every morning. He and was he, doing the counseling. He was doing the counseling. Wow. Okay. And so like I talked to him like, and uh, he ended up getting the surgery. I talked to him after. Like, how did he look afterwards? Um, I mean, it it was interesting because like he he had the. Um, facial feminine facial reconstructive surgery um he didn't have that but like the hormones changed his face because like throughout the year that i knew him like and when i say like him like i feel like i met him as a him and then like it transitioned into a her see but this and, is the thing in 2018 you get a major trouble for that yeah you know no he already identifies as a woman yeah like i mean i would say that when i yeah like he he identified and um i guess back in those days the rules aren't as strict so i'm speaking almost with in, I'm speaking in hindsight. Yeah, like you're how, speak, how you're I speaking it 1990-something, 1999 or whatever. Yeah, I'm speaking how I viewed it then. But yeah, not how I view it now is, yeah, from the beginning, he he was a lady. You know, but like even he didn't talk the way that we do. Like yeah. he'd be like he talked about himself as a dude. And then like like throughout the process, he started talking about himself as a woman. I started sure. referring to him as a woman. Uh, you know, kind of. Like, I took his. What lead. was his, What was his lady name? Do you remember his le- first lady name? I honestly don't. Uh, I don't uh, remember. I don't remember the name. But the funniest part about it was like we all talk about like you know like like the the windowless pedophile van yeah, yeah, yeah. you know kind of a thing. This individual had had a white van with an with a like airbrush tiger on the side of nice. it. Nice. And it was the funniest thing that I've ever seen. Like it just, was probably in a fucking a, a, a glam rock band. Yeah, he pro- probably I, I hope it was the band's thing but um but I don't know like I would say that in general anyone that I've ever met in that community and like everybody that came out of that lot was that. So like that yeah. was my first impression. So I guess what I'm relating that to is that I was one of those people that you're talking about that had never met anyone. And then all of a sudden I have this RA and like, I'm meeting all these guys and then I'm meeting the but whole the transsexual is, community. Look, you moved, you moved, you started going to a university, you yeah. went to a metropolitan place where you're going to meet people like that more mm-hmm. likely, you know, a co- college mm-hmm. campus. You left college and I'm assuming went to cities after that to try and start yeah. working and doing comedy and stuff like that. Whereas there's people right now 50, 60, who've never left their state. Yeah. Let alone go to a big city and meet, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I I, I had a bit about that because... Um, uh, so once you started out as that kind of a person, you're not that kind of a person because you know, something in your brain was telling you, I want to go out and meet, see the world. I want to go to cities. I want to meet different people. I want to connect with people. Yeah, I've experienced the world and like as soon as I met people in those communities, I was like, oh, they're cool people. Yeah. They're fucking awesome. Like, um, at the... we, we are under a fucking flight path. Oh, yeah. Apparently. Yeah. There's a second plane in about a minute. Yeah. Oh, God. That sucks for podcasting. It really does, Especially yeah. with a mic that's this high def. Like, yeah. Like... Yeah. I'll, t- I'll take out the background noise. The only thing is, is that it's like, I'm pretty certain there are all these little biplanes. So it's just rich people going, mm. oh, it's John Travolta up there, just furiously, ah. Just fucking flinging cum on Los Angeles as he flies around. Him and Tom Cruise waving at each other. Do you know what I mean? Cooey. Yeah. 
they fly <laughs> off to some island just off the mainland get together get a few hot young boys there have some crazy because they're both apparently closet homosexuals aren't they that's what i've heard i've heard yeah. that they which I, i've never understood that is, is like in this day and age i guess the, i guess if you've if you've played that that mistruth in your life sure for long enough you'd want to keep it up but like in this in 2018 like if tom cruise came out and he was like yo dude i'm gay then he like, would cool, lose man. no no See, again I, I this is what i think oh he would lose that whole conservative mission impossible this is it. like his huge amount of audience yeah this is like uh, okay so one direction i'll give you an example one direction the mm-hmm. boy band that you know they broke up what a year or two ago mm-hmm. uh, but they were the biggest touring band in the world making insane amounts of money every yeah. year and you know these are four lads Harry Styles um, was he's definitely bisexual there was a period where he was predominantly into men yeah and I know a guy who's a presenter who's who's out but, you know a gay, a gay radio presenter back in the UK and TV presenter and he was they were fucking each other for months but there was no it was always these set up relationships him and Taylor Swift mm-hmm. you know dating blah blah that was all PR and it was, you know, they take some photos together, blah, 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 blah. It boosts both their careers. You know, rappers do it by having beef with each other. Yeah. These guys do it by pretending like they're fucking each other for a week or whatever. <laughs> um, and then, dun, 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 dun. and then, but, the, you know, he was sucking a mean dick every night. <laughs> but if he'd come out uh-huh. at any way, shape, or form, even as bisexual, what would happen is this audience, this army of female fans, young girls, a lot of them in, you know, rural, middle America and in middle England and all these different countries would go, no, he's never going to be with me because he loves men, oh no. And that would be, that would really damage the band. And it's the same with film. There's a lot of, uh, you know, people say Simon Cowell is is homosexual, but he won't come out until his mother passes away because she's a very devout Jewish lady and she'd be heartbroken if she found out. But, you know, they've all got wives, they've all got kids. They're all just, you know, I don't know if it was a little turkey-based business. Wow. That's just, it seems insane to me that people wouldn't just go, I'm going to take the risk that that it's going to be fine. And give up their, you know, all of that, everything yeah. they built for, you know, Tom Cruise. What, how long has he been in the business? Fucking 30 years? Yeah. But I also feel like it wouldn't, like in this day and age, it, you would take a hit. Like you'd take a hit and there'd be a dent to that mm. fan base. But I don't think it'd be as big as you think it is. Like, you need to get like, high and do the numbers on yeah. this. Because well, like, I think it would be, I think it would be a catastrophic blow it'd be interesting to see because i mean like taylor swift so she today she uh she came out and said like i'm a democrat which she never had and right. so like like uh people that were conservative kind of idealized her as that and sure. you know and especially Democrats, her country origins and, yeah you know, country music origins and stuff living like. in nashville yeah, you know yeah, in a yeah. red state but she came out and said look I'm a Democrat, and there's a there's a lady that's running here that uh, has voted against women. Here's her track record. This is why I can't vote for her, and this is why I'm voting for uh, this person yeah. in the primaries. And the, the media was was like, oh, she's losing fans left and right. Blah, yeah, blah, blah, yeah, blah. yeah. But I looked at her social media numbers, and they were 12 million to start the day. Yeah. And or 112 million, mm. and then she's still at 112 million. Like, yeah. She's just like. But I, what will her record sales be? when the next record comes that's, out that's the how key. many tickets will sell on the on the mm-hmm. tour like people are not going to stop following you on a social media site yeah. and actually people who don't like you 
are even more likely to follow you. You know, you see how much you that, said you, that's you, true. You, Haters talking about that tweet yeah. you posted. Yeah, like I follow Trump. Uh, Trump has sixty two million followers, but like I follow him to see what he's saying because yeah. I I find it to be hilarious. Also, it's your job as a comedian yeah. to go. All right, he's just posted this. Let me. Let me yeah. riff on this. Let me write, you know, a gag or a little. Yeah, comment. that's true. So maybe haters do follow her to troll her, but like, I just I don't think like I think that there's a reason why Nike endorsed Kaepernick. Like they've run the numbers way better than I have. They knew and, their demographic though. Yeah, they really knew their demographic, but like, like I I also think that they they ran the numbers and went there's a a loud loud minority yeah. here. And we can't be afraid of them. Yeah. And we are. Like, like everybody panders to it. They cater to it. You know what and- cracked me up, though, about the whole Nike thing and mm-hmm. that, 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 that whole, um, what would it be called? Their campaign. Mm-hmm. Is <laughs> all the people that reacted, all the angry, you know, right-wing or very conservative people that reacted and posted videos of them burning their Nike burning clothes. Burning their shoes. Like, all of them, though. This is, this is how Nike definitely did the numbers. They went, well, hang on a sec. Who normally buys our shit, right? It's going to be like young people, uh-huh. you know, athletes, cool, sexy, people of color, a lot of people of color, you know, uh-huh. within that world. Um, fashionable, on the money, young, athletic folks, right? Yeah. Which are mostly going to be this side of the camp. So they're going to love our stance on this. It's going to boost ourselves. All the people that were burning shit on Twitter and posting videos or on Instagram, they they were burning trainers that clearly looked like they're about thirty years old. You know? Yeah, like they had, they had to go deep inside of that bin in their garage yeah, to get those shoes. They dusted and, it off, yeah. you know, got the cobwebs off it. It's been in the garage for about fucking six months, just gathering dust. Yeah, they're like fucking, I'm gonna burn this, man. It's like, dude, that came out so long ago. Yeah, those were like uh yeah, those shoes came from that that month that they walked. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Exactly, like they exactly. they decided to mall walk for like that month, and um, and then yeah, I I had a bit about that um as a part of the Sellers new show this week at the Cellar. We yes, yeah, so you're gonna be doing this, right? I'm gonna be doing this. So what's the date that you're gonna be on the uh, show live? And then do you know when it airs? Or? October 26th is when we premiere. So like we haven't shot the first episode yet because right. it's a weekly show. So I fly there on Tuesday the 23rd, yeah. and then start filming. But um, we did a test episode uh, recently just to like get all, you know, so the cameras yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and the editors could know what to do in that condensed time frame. But um, uh, they one of the things that we had to write jokes on was the um, the people burning their Nikes. So I had a bit about like, I was like, yeah, there are all these guys burning their Nikes, but they weren't burning like cool Nikes. They were burning like Nike dad shoes. Oh, there we go. All right, there you go. I, didn't, I haven't heard that bit. Yeah. I'm sorry. The, no, no, no. But like, um, it's I, my bit now. I said it first in this podcast. No, no. Every it's it's everything's fine. <laughs> Every, I'm, not, I'm not gonna do. But jokes, like, right. but it's not a. I don't even think that like either of us own that topic. And like, I think that way. No, if like, I heard you do that, I haven't written a bit about it. I was just making oh. a comment. But if I heard you do that on stage, my personal outlook. Is if I hear someone else doing it, I just go, ah. It's not even, I don't oh. ever want to have, I don't ever want to have, everyone's going to talk about love. Yeah. Uh, I'll give you an example. Like um, when I was back in New York, first year I was in New York, mm-hmm. I had a bit about a guy with no legs in a wheelchair around the corner from the cellar. Mm-hmm. And he's up by one of the, one of I know the, that guy. What's, yeah. the, what's, the, what's the fucking store? Right Aid. It's a Right Aid or something mm-hmm. like that. He stays outside of, and he's so upbeat and blah, blah, blah. And I have a whole bit about him. Now, half of that stuff I kept because it's okay. Uh, uh, Michael Che had a bit about another homeless guy and our, our bits overlap that he asked me for some money and I gave him I gave him money. Yeah. But I pulled out a fucking 20 buck note. Uh-huh. And I was like, ah, oh, that's all I've got in my pocket. 
So, so I wanted to give him something. I wanted to. I was hoping yeah. there was a few notes, and I was going to just go, "Oh, there you go. There's a few bucks, man. There's a like five buck. You know, get yourself a sandwich or whatever." And I pulled out. And I just only had a twenty, and I kind of looked at him, and he looked at me, and I was like, "Fucking jeez, all right. <laughs> I can't now go. You're not worth that. Sorry, bro. Yeah, that's a little out of your fucking. I thought you know, it was going to be a dollar. Do you know what I mean? Maybe yeah, five, yeah. Or... I went to the wrong pocket, kind of thing. Like, I had a dollar in this pocket, yeah. but I went to the that and pulled out twenty, and I'm like, ah, fucking bollocks there you go have a 20 go and buy some drugs so you gave him the 20 and i had a whole well no no i did but i i also but you know i definitely (laughs) definitely reluctantly gave him the 20 yeah i felt good about it i was like that's some karma for the bank but i i heard mike michael che someone mentioned to me oh wow that bit have you heard michael che's bit like there's a he's got a bit very similar i was like no i haven't Uh, i go i go uh to the to the village underground a few days later and we're on the same show and i hear him do the bit and it's so fucking similar it's like oh, not shit. word for word but he's talking about pulling out i uh, put out like a fucking 50 and the guy he, he looks at me and i look at him and now he knows that i don't want to give him the money but he also knows i can't not give it to him so i'm like there you go. And, he, and then he but he had another bit after that where he talks about when he he shook his hand and he's like he had to hold his hand out and he because he didn't want to wash he didn't want to activate the germs so he has that's to that's funny that's really funny. It's really funny. So he had different bits at tags at the end and I had very different stuff beforehand. Yeah. But that one segment, I went, you have to make a decision. I go, all right, it's me yeah. and it's Michael Che doing a bit. Michael Che's SNL, multiple specials, you know, hosting the fucking whatever awards. Like this guy, if, if anyone puts those two things up against each other, they're going to go, it's probably Michael Che's bit. Right? Yeah, you're, they're going to assume, even though... Even though it's clearly parallel thought, yeah. because you have that experience in New York, yeah. And, um, but yeah. I had to. I just dropped the bit. Yeah. There was no point doing that that segment because, you know, you can't be precious about bits like that. You know, or then you end up, you know, being yeah. in an Amy Schumer type of situation where they go, "Hey, there's at least like seven or eight of your bits that seem like they're word for word taken on a mass people. scale." People are attacking. Yeah, that. I but all right. So let's say that your bit, um, it would have just been about giving a homeless guy money. Yeah. And then yours and Che's would have been widely different. You mm. would have still done yours, right? Right. Yeah. I like. Oh no! Yeah. But yeah. if if the bits were different. Yeah. If the, bits if the were, wording was different, but the fact yeah. that we both we had this there was this line yeah. where we're talking about pulling out the money, thinking it was going to be a different no, and then being like fuck, and this yeah. whole interchange of he looks at me, I look at him, and he knows I don't. And that was so similar wording wise and in the premise. So you, yeah, you gotta, that's where you got, I've had that, um, I've had that uh, like a number of times in New York where you see, uh, like you see that. And for some reason, I've always noticed that those are the bits that then you see that bit, you see that bit a lot. Oh uh, yeah. Through, for, and so there, it's not just parallel thought between two people. It's, it's like dozens of people that have had that thought. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh man, I'm really happy that I didn't fight for that one. Um, but then, you yeah, because it wouldn't be that unique. Like yeah, it wouldn't be that unique. Yeah. And um, there was a comic the other night. Uh, oh, what I'm trying to think of the joke on the spot, but it was like a bit that I had definitely written like a long time ago. And um, and my girlfriend, she's like kind of new to comedy, and she she goes, "That's a funny thing." She's like, "That's so funny." I go, "Honestly, I wrote that bit 15 years ago and had yeah. to drop it because I realized that everybody has a bit about that." But um, that I mean, that's that's like a tough thing, especially about doing topical humor, you know, um, like like we both came up with that same that same stance on the Nike thing. Yeah. And like I kind of, you know, I said that on that taping and then like I burned it because like I, honestly like. Oh, so it's yeah. topically it's old news now. It's yeah. Done, you're yeah, like, yeah. ah, whatever. And um, but like 
but yeah, that's that's why doing topical humor is so tough, is because there's gonna be the same thing that's gonna come up between two comics. Yeah, you know, our like we're really smart and we're gonna think of all the angles we can. If something funny happens on in the world of politics or social climate or just in the world, just something weird or wonderful happens, I always hashtag it. And scroll through to look at the most liked and retweeted things to uh, make sure whatever joke I'm going to write on Twitter hasn't already been done by, and- you know, you know, hasn't already been written by someone else and got 3,000 likes and then been stolen by, you know, the fat Jewish oh. and then reposted by him. You know, oh that. my God. Yeah. You then- know what I mean though? Like, do you, I think there's a responsibility within our job for doing that. Yeah. You know, I had it where, um, uh, a joke that I did on Fallon was uh, I so I had this ex girlfriend that like I like we were we were fighting and I wanted her to leave me alone and so I texted her to finally end it I wrote don't text me ever again exclamation point and then I sent it with balloons <laughs> and, um, and like it was funny because like it aired and it was on Fallon and then um, all of a sudden people started sending me memes that were. Uh, I forget which which meme person it was. Like one of those like Instagram accounts that's yeah. like the fat Jew, but uh, but it's um, uh, it's just a different one. And like they had they had just like stolen my joke from Fallon, made it into a meme, and then yeah. shot it out. And people were like in their comments being, being jokes, like, "This is Peely's joke, whatever." And then people are sending it to me. And but that's the people's court. That's the only time the yeah. people's court is ever worth <laughs> worth anything. Yeah, if they spot something that is yours that's been nicked elsewhere. You find out about it online. You find out, and then, but there's nothing you can do, and I don't even think that that account took it down. Yeah, um, it just, it just. They should have put a little credit, you know, joke. Bang. I would love it if yeah. they, if if a big site like that, and like all comedians, I think would like that. Yeah. If they like, if they said like, just like quote at Pete Lee, but they won't because those accounts even more so. The only reason the fat Jew got pulled, called out is because he's a person attached to it. Those accounts had literally, pro- I, I imagine it was called Dank Funny Memes or yeah. something. That's the Instagram account. So it's a faceless thing. It, yeah, it's a faceless thing that's getting, uh, I mean, it's definitely, you know, supporting the salary of like yeah. one to a dozen people, um, yep. you know, with their advertisements. But yeah, it's it's crazy how they can just go out and steal. And um, I don't know how even we got on that subject, but like, but yeah, it's it like those things. Those are examples of like not parallel thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I had a few people go, well, now that this is a famous meme, you can't do that joke anymore. And I was like, but I can because I came up with it. Yeah, exactly. And and I know that you it's just have fine. to preface the bit with you might have seen this. Yeah, you might have seen this stolen because <laughs> you might have seen this stolen before. But uh, yeah, I don't like. Are you nervous when you go on Fallon these days? Like the the last one, did you feel nervous? Or now that you've done it two three times, does oh. it feel? I was no, more nervous for the third one than I was the the second one. Okay. Um. But like, yeah, I still get nervous. Like, I know that I'm I'm gonna be like, oh, this is a this is a big show. But like, I will say that um, like the first time I was just shitting my pants. Like, had a panic attack day of. Okay. You know, like like legit like laying on my couch in a ball. You know, like freaking the fuck out. Sweating the day of. Yeah. And um and then when I got there the first time it was really cool. And the second time I was like, all right, the first time went so well, it's got to, it's got to go well. So I was nervous that, that I couldn't like repeat in a way. And, um, and then I got there and it was awesome. And, um, and then, but like each time, I guess what I'm saying is that when I, when you get out there and you stand on that mark, I feel terrific. Yeah. Like, like I'm always, I'm even standing behind the curtain going like, oh shit, what if I mess up this thing? All right. Your opening line is this. Do you have your, do you have keywords? 
for the bits on a auto queue. Yeah, you? you have cue cards uh, just to the to the to my right of the camera. So you always know there's your a next dude, bit material. That's there's great. a dude like this, so you can't really forget your bit. That's good. Um, uh, That's the only thing I'd stress about is that sometimes. I'm not a head comic. I'm a stomach comic. So first of all, I, I feel like I have to shit a thousand times before uh, going on a show like that. Yeah. Then when I get up there, the only thing that I'd be is there could just be that one tiny little moment where unless you just... As soon as you get into the first word of your first bit, it's fine. Yeah. But just, just your, your whole mind would just go... Phew. David Spade was talking about on Norm McDonald's show. Not David Spade. Yeah. Who was... No, Andy... Yeah. Wait, David Spade. David Spade. Yeah. <laughs> Try to remember which one it is. Andy Dick, David Spade. No, David Spade was on Norm MacDonald's new Netflix show. Mm -hmm. And he was talking about doing big TV shows like that. And the first one, he just, for a split second, it felt like an hour that he just was silent. It ended up being actually like a second. Yeah. But that I, that's what I'd be worried about. You just go, gone. It's gone. Yeah, you, and we've, because we've all had those moments. And I've had those moments on stage recently where you, maybe you're jet lagged. Uh, you got a little high the night before, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or, or you had like sometimes too much caffeine can make me go blank because I'm overstimulated. Right. But I've gone blank on stage a ton of times. But you, in those situations, because maybe slightly less pressure, of course, not being recorded and broadcast to millions of people, but also you have the experience now as a comic from that many years that if you forget, I've forgotten bits on stage recently. Yeah. And, and then I've just gone, I've just gone, ah, fuck it, blah, 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 and you chat to someone and you, and you do it and you just can be funny because and you, you are funny. Now. And you let it come back to you and then you drift back into exactly. that thing. And then go, but, oh, let me tell you about this thing, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but in a me. set on the Tonight Show where you can't do that, you've submitted a set, uh, you, there's been a transcription of it. Um, oh, they you, literally okay a transcript? Yeah, I mean, every word has to be almost verbatim. And, um, Fucking hell, mate. Uh, in the second one that I did, because um, the first one that I did, I ad-libbed two lines. Like, I just was out there, I was feeling good, and um, two lines just kind of flew, th like, flowed through me. And uh, the Tonight Show ended up making a meme out of one of them. And, uh, and like, it, it was such a good line. Yeah. And then, so, I, I was like, oh, that's probably not that bad that I did that, but... Um, when I got off stage, I was like, I hope I'm not in trouble because I said those things. And then in the second one, I had lived four things. And no, no one no one hit you up afterwards and went or his, messaged your manager and was just like, hey, he should have done that. Well, Jimmy came back to my dressing room after the second one. Punched and, you in the face. And he punched... No, he punched me hard, man. Um, <laughs> he's What if Jimmy was like the best fighter ever? I, mean, <laughs> like, I just like that idea he's an abusive... Like after you've just done an amazing set, he'll come back there. And for those two lines, he just smashes you He in just the like smash. He did the exact opposite. He came... He goes, oh my God. Because he... He had um, he had requested my set. Uh, yeah. I I sent an audio for those sets. Apparently, he had like listened to it a couple of times when he was working out. Um, he knew the set backwards and forwards. <laughs> so um, weird. On his desk. That's so he, weird, Jimmy Fallon on the elliptical just yeah, listening, listening to you. Intently, yeah. Isn't that crazy? Oh, this guy's gonna kill it. Yeah. But like he knew it. He knew every word of my set, and yeah. he goes. He came <clears> back. He goes. Oh my <clears> god. <throat> He's like, you did four four ad libs. He's like, and they were great. What? He's like, when did you? He's like, did that? Did that happen like the night? Because he wanted to know the process. He's, he's like, not a stand up, is he? Um. Well, he did stand up. Like he he did stand he was, up with a guitar for a while. Well, he used to do like characters. It was more like characters and impro stuff and yeah, little skits. Because he did when he did SNL audition. I've yeah. seen his SNL audition. And know? then afterwards, he toured with a live show and um. But like, I mean, I guess it wasn't um. It wasn't traditional. Like my mother in law. Like, yeah, like well, like how Jay Leno was a stand up for like twenty years before sure, the Tonight sure. Show. 
but like but jimmy wanted to know like he i would like i and i asked him i go i go am i in trouble right now and he's like no 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 he's like i want to know the process and like legitimately uh one of the lines i wrote the night before yeah that was sort of like i just said it in one of my six sets the night before and then i was like i'm gonna sit now that i'm out here i'll say it and the other ones i was like this is going well i think this will go well yeah 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 and he was like he was like the balls you have. He's like the balls you have to like be on the Tonight Show and to have the confidence in that moment yeah. and go like this is gonna work. Um, and I was like, yeah, but don't you do that? You know, you probably ad lib all the time. He's like, yeah, but this this is my my forte and whatever. He's like, I can't. He's like, that's so cool that you felt that comfortable. And like, I literally once I'm out there, I feel so comfortable. But like leading up to it, I'm fucking nervous. And then yeah. afterwards, I'm like, what was that? You know? I'd just be worried that I'd just drop a C-bomb or something like that on it. Oh, just... <laughs> just, <laughs> just it's going really well. And then like three minutes in, I'm just like, you cunts are amazing. And I'm like, oh, dear, oh, dear. I wonder what they do. They just beep it, right? They would probably tell you to reset and start over. Like they probably <laughs> they'd be like, "All right, cut, Sorry, cut, 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 Can we reset? Oh, so yeah, it's pre-recorded. The bits re- that's pre-recorded. You, yeah, you you're recorded at like like five or six p.m. and like oh, most okay. of it's live to tape. Where like the way that they cut it in the control booth is the whole way that it's gonna get cut anyway. Sure, but do um, they do they have um, warm up acts? Is it Ryan Reese does that one? Uh, Ryan Reese does uh, Seth Meyers okay. and um, uh, Seth Herzog does the Tonight Show. And, Seth um, Herzog does a warm up. He that. does the he does a warm up. And How do I not know that? He crushes. He crushes every single time. And wow. like, um And it's also so you're not going on to a cold audience. It's not. Yeah. It's not just a whole load of people from the Midwest. Super excited to be there, but also sober. Five p.m. in yeah. a hot room. They've already been in for an hour and a half waiting for yeah. it to start. It's like it's like a fun jazzed up crowd that uh, like they've they've had these tickets for a month and they can't wait to be there. Yeah, and then yeah, like yeah. Seth warms them up. And also, like, throughout the show, you're hanging out with Seth. And Seth's like, they're a good crowd. Or, like, one of the crowds that I had out of the three, he was like, they're a little tight, just warning you. And, like, I knew going out there that, like, I needed to, like, act like they were really good. And then they ended up being really good yeah, for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, I knew timing-wise. Just wise, a little throwaway line. You guys are amazing. This is so amazing. Yeah, and then they're like, we're amazing. Like, yeah, we are amazing. We are amazing. So are you. So are you, Pete Lee. Yeah, yeah. So, like... <laughs> It was cool to have like a comedy golf caddy to tell me like the greens playing like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, but yeah, the but yeah to answer your question like you always get nervous before you do them, but like during it, like I always tell people that are gonna do late night sets or anything like that, like you're gonna be nervous leading up to it, and then two minutes into being up there like they would have to drag you away yeah. from that you're not gonna want to leave feels like goddesses are milking your dick yeah angels are just stroking your hair like this yeah just a warm Jamaican sun is beating down your face <laughs> acid the air is full of acid you're just tripping I don't know how good it is. That was such a great visual of, of goddesses milking your dick. Yeah, like like you're like a, no, like an udder, like you're some kind of goat udder, like your penis is, and not not really. They're not trying to. It's not even sexual. They're just gently oh. working along the shaft downwards oh. in a downwards motion. Yeah, no, no point where you're like this is a little aggressive. Yeah, you're nah. just like oh, this is goddess milking. Just a dolphin blowing through its <laughs> blowhole onto your ballsack underneath as well. Just a little. As they milk it, like even Pops. that, yeah, yeah, even that feeling is not better. <laughs> the Little Mermaid's there. She's on, a, she's on a rock to the side singing. I like that the Little Mermaid's there. See, is it wrong that all I want to do is meet a woman who can make that reality for me? Why can't I meet a woman who can make that reality? 
I think you could meet several women <laughs> that could make that a reality. You got love like, in your life. You oh yeah. We won't talk about your girlfriend because she's not here. There's no reason yeah, to talk about. But I know you're very happy right now. Super in love, and like she's, she's like I had I had a couple tumultuous situations where it was like, like like it was hard because we like me and the 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 people that I was with before her like it was like the wrong situation that you were trying to make right. You know like. And um, I had friends just telling me like, no, you just need somebody that's like this and like this. And I was like, no, no, I need to, I need to fix this person so that they're. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my girlfriend is, she's done all the work on herself. She's so chill and cool. She's so evolved. But and now you're blowing up and doing all these Fallon spots. Yeah. Is there a little part of you that's like, I get sent, you know, quite a lot of suggested messages on the old social oh. media. Wouldn't it be fun to just spray a little? over here and a little over there and yeah like that seed. that that idea of like i could be putting up numbers bro like <laughs> like like, like yeah. maybe not in that accent but yeah i mean that's yeah. the, that's the mentality i guess i've like i've had a lot of sex in my life and like in my in my mid-20s like i i put up numbers bro you know yeah. like yeah. like i uh to the fans out there i smash i uh <laughs> i smash i just want to let you know that i smash but like I like at this point in my life, I feel like it's much more rare to find someone that's like the full package. I also feel like really, the timing was good for you. The timing was good. I was ready. She came in just before you started doing, you know, regulars, Fallon, yeah, and you know, it's kind of so I can trust her. Like she, yeah, got, she got in not, on the ground she's not floor. In it for that. Yeah, she's not star fucking me or anything like yeah. that because I'm not a star. And um, but she, you are a star. That's unfair. You are a star. I think. I think as soon as you've um, as soon as you've done one of those late night spots, you're definitely now associated with being. A, you're a television star now. Yeah, you, you have know. you have a thing that you can hang your hat on. Once um, you've got like three racked up, like you have, and a fourth coming, that's definitely you're an established TV yeah. entity. You know, and there are people. There are people that are fans of that show that know me, and you know, like. Like when I go through the airport, there will be somebody that wants to take a picture or, or, nice. or whatever, or just wants to say hello. And I have you ever had that. weird shit though? Have you had the weird shit yet? Um, when people start sending you really graphic fan fiction, or just <laughs> guys start sending pictures of their butthole, like I really want you to speak into this and yeah, like that. You got any of that? <laughs> I have. Um, it, it's funny. I had this um, this gay stalker that was like like really sending me some aggressive shit. Yep, and like. Uh, like like stuff where you go, Dude, I got a you lot go of time like on this my is hands. what do you what do you think? I, you know, I yeah. enjoyed all the sets. I had to reach out and let you know. <laughs> I couldn't and, do it as me. <laughs> that wouldn't be any fun. So I just set up these fake accounts. You know, so Randy Big Bear six hundred one. Yeah, you know, on Instagram and just. If there's anyone that creates fake accounts, it's it's guys with Recaro uh, racing seats like this. Yeah. Like well, these feel, are gaming chairs. Yeah, That's, these are total gaming. Like is, I feel like I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a gamer gig. You know that. Yeah, but these this is the most comfortable chair that I've ever been in right now. But you try sitting in that for ten hours of gaming, not so comfortable. Oh, hemorrhoids! You could. Uh, you well, I've got a Medex pillow underneath for my bum. Oh, just, yeah. you know, just to just yeah. To, yeah, just to make sure. I gave you a little pillow as well. I, didn't I like know if that. You yeah, wanted lower back support. Your lumbar. Support. I did lumbar. I went lumbar with it. Um, uh, oh yeah, the gay fan. Um, so this dude was like really aggressive. Oh, what are we talking? Like uh, pictures, videos, f- just text? Um, like just like like I want to take you out back and fuck you hard, like you know you want and blah blah blah. And I uh, yeah. and like like I like <laughs> that's honestly, real love. That's real. That's real love. Yeah. And like and I was just and he would like send me stuff all the time and like and uh, this was before I just knew to block people or whatever yeah 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 but I actually uh, I reached out to him and I was like I just had this weird idea that I was like 
I was like, hey man, like you, like you're gay and you want me to like you, and like I don't, like I'm actually not sexual preference wise gay, uh, but I like I love gay people. I was like, I was like, so you want me, you want me to acknowledge you and be your like your friend or like you, you want some attention from me? Yeah. And I was like, I was like, I th- well, he wanted attention from your anus. Yeah, he wanted that, but I was like, look, that's not gonna happen. So I was like, I was like, here's what I can offer you. Like if reach you're, around, if just reach, reach just around. reach around, <laughs> and um, uh, like like we'll just jerk off together. Yeah. But I'll think of women. Yeah, you know, exactly. Like, uh, <laughs> but I, I go, I go. This is what I can offer you. I go if you stop writing this stuff to me because like like this is kind of weird. I go and then you like stop being just a polite normal person. Just a dude. Just reach out, if you're yeah. just a dude to me, um, like I'll be your friend. Like I'll I'll totally be your friend. And uh, and it was so funny because like. This dude immediately was like, yeah, man, I don't know. I'm sorry that I sent you that stuff. Like, uh, I just thought, like, maybe you're gay and maybe you'd be into it. And, uh, and like, and he's like, I was off base, but it's cool that you said that. And then this guy has turned out to be, like, one of my, like, best online friends. And, yeah. like, he's come to shows in Florida. He's, like, the coolest fucking dude. Yeah, you do then- realize, though... Six might might not be in six months time. Might be in a year's time. Maybe it's going to be a decade yeah. down the line. You're already married to your lady. You got three kids. Boom, boom, boom. One day you're going to end up in a room alone with him, and he's going to lock the door, and he's going to say, "It's time. It's time for and me to butt fuck you he's out." Come over and just knock you out cold. There's going to be a <laughs> napkin on your face. You're not going to know what's going on. Suddenly you go. Everything starts to swell and go black. You wake up like 15 minutes later. <laughs> you're very sore. You yeah. feel like someone's intruded. And then I get all that cred in our community because then I'm now, I've now done you're anal. Because vi- well, you're a victim now. Or I'm a victim or, or because like I liked it and now I'm gay. Little of, little of column and, A, little column B, why not? Yeah, little little of each. And then, yeah, now, I'm, now I've got this whole new level never trust of wokeness. Him. You realize that, never trust him. Well, it's weird. Like, it's so funny because I've had people that come after me online and now this dude, he's like my biggest online defender. Oh, really? Like, it's crazy. And like, whatever. Stop saying that about his asshole. Yeah. He's not that way inclined, sir. Yeah. So like, I turned my stalker into like a friend and a a defender. A white knight. A A white white knight. knight. Yeah. He's your white knight now. A pink knight. A big pink knight. You know what's interesting about (laughs) that is... It's your. It's it's such a simple human thing. What when when you're on TV? Mm-hmm. This is what I think. This is how I look at it. You're on TV as an entity, as something removed behind a fourth wall. So to him, you're an object. Yeah. Whilst you're still a person being funny, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, you're an object to him. That's how he's viewing you as something unhuman. Yeah. Because you're on TV, you're distant from him. You're behind a glass wall. You're behind a fourth wall. So when he reaches out to you, he can do that with no fear or empathy. When he's saying those things to you, because he's not viewing you as a human. Yeah. When you respond back and say, "Hey, I'm a human. I kind of get where you're coming from, but also you have to appreciate that I got some feelings and blah 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 in a situation." Yeah. You suddenly humanize yourself to him, and that's when he has to go, "Oh fuck, yeah, no, you know, you're right. I should never say that shit." Like I, I will firsthand acknowledge that I reach out to hot girls on Instagram sometimes. You know, you, yeah. someone follows you, you give them a little follow back, send them a message like, hey, how's it going? You know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm viewing them as they're an attractive girl on Instagram and that's all it is. Yeah. So of course I want to be sexually stimulated by this person. But then I don't scroll through all their photos to see, do they have a boyfriend? Maybe she's just a support, maybe she just likes my comedy. Mm-hmm. Maybe she's not sexually attracted to me, blah, blah, blah. You know, and I have to be reminded of that. 
Yeah. And that person had to be reminded that for you, you know? Yeah, but you're also reaching out going, hey, how's it going? Uh, thanks for the follow. Or oh, yeah, whatever. I'm not sending like, a picture of my dick yeah. like, yo, baby, you want to fucking choke on this? That's not... Yeah. It's not uh, my way. And, like, I mean, I'm sure that there's a subset of people that when people do that hard open, you know, like, like I want to fuck you in the yard or whatever, like, they're going, that, that fucking rang my bell because I want to get fucked in the yard. Like, like I'm glad you opened with that. Yeah. I'm sure that there's... there's well, that's a, called the grinder app. I yeah, think. That's yeah. That's like, pretty much... Yeah, that's a small... you want to meet and fuck right now? And people go, yeah, sure. Yeah, one of my friends is a dominatrix. And it's funny because like when, when guys message her first uh, on these boards that she's on yeah. and they come in hot like that, she shuts them down immediately. She's like, no, you can't because... Because she wouldn't trust them, sure. you know, like to sure. go hard on her. She wouldn't trust because they're they're coming in too hard already. They don't have any. Oh, touch. she's a sub. She likes to be dominant. She's a sub, yeah. And so she, um, but she told me like even she's like even in this community you gotta like come in a little soft. Yeah, and, and polite. You polite. Come in polite. Come in polite. See what the person likes. Then go hard. Then come inside of them hard. Yeah, come inside of them hard in the yard. <laughs> come in polite. <laughs> there you go. You got your yeah. rap lyric out. Yeah, in the, yeah look. That's I your rhyme. rap lyric. I, I love that's it. That's a perfect time to wrap it up, man. I, oh, you know, gosh. We, this we, we this talk, flew. Yeah, we talked for an hour and ten minutes. Holy cow. This um, is great. First things first, I'm pretty certain all of my listeners would love to know exactly where you're performing and where they can check you out. I know you've got that show for the Comedy Cellar Live, right? For Comedy Central? Yeah. It's a. Uh, it's this week of the seller. It, week of the it seller. premieres on October twenty sixth, and okay. you're going to be on it too uh, hey, in the coming nice? weeks. Wouldn't and that um, be nice? I'm sure that because they have an eight week run, I'm sure you'll be back in New York, and you can. Film yeah, I'm gonna. Soon. I'm gonna message them straight yeah, after this. Message them. Get on it, and, and that's gonna be on Comedy Central. On Comedy Central, um, my next Tonight Show appearance will come up soon. Uh, if you want to watch my previous ones yeah. um, that I referenced, you can just go on YouTube, type in Pete Lee, and they'll all come up. Uh, and all of your live dates because you're always touring all over the country doing shows in different states uh, what's the website they can check people out peatley.net and I just got a new website I had the same one for like 12 years it was nice. terrible I just got you uh, jazzed it out I bet I there's jazzed, videos on there there's videos you can yeah you can just go to podcast appearances all that business an about me section about me yeah oh. all about me what does it say um, it says uh, it has a bio that I wrote uh, that like I tried to make sound like I didn't write it but I totally wrote it <laughs> As one of those, you know, I, like, yeah, at least you Pete Lee is like, the fastest growing comedian in the there world. You go, oh. There you go, Ugh. it is pretty bad, right? It it's terrible, bad to right? Do. But you have to do it. It's business. You have to do it. Someone, uh, someone else wrote my wrote a Wikipedia page uh-huh. for me when I was doing lots of TV in England, and that yeah. made me so happy because the concepts I've read other people's Wikipedia pages before, other mm-hmm. comics, and you're like, you wrote this. You totally you definitely set up your own Wikipedia page. You know, you totally. It, it's hard for me to, um, I think one of the hardest things, like like I go and do these general meetings and they're like, tell us about your career. And that's where you got to be some guy that like goes like, I'm so proud that I did this. I'm great at that, sure. blah, blah, blah. And like for me, whatever. See, I don't do that. That's maybe why I'm not getting well. I walk in and they go, tell us about what you've done. So I go, you know, it's been a really hard month. Yeah. I was considering driving Lyft. You know, I just can't catch a break. I get it. No one really wants me right now. Typecast, you know, rock and roll, douchebag, lethargic guy. You don't want that on TV. In fact, I don't even know why I'm here. And they go, well, it was nice nice to meet you. And all the best. But see, that to me, I'd be comfortable going in there and telling them all that's wrong with me. Because as comedians, yeah. we're used to being self-deprecating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not used to going up and being like, I'm awesome. And this is why I'm awesome. But in these meetings, my, now, my you're agents... you're meant to sort of sell yourself, aren't you? You got to sell yourself. And I feel like such a douchebag doing that, that my... 
my agent has like been like before the meeting your goal or like your task is to come up with the least douchey ways to tell them who you are and what you've done yeah there you go there and you go. and so like yeah i've been practicing that but if people want to go uh follow me online they can uh, on instagram it's peatly 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 it's my name three times yeah and, and actually if you say pete's name 10 times into a mirror he jumps out and just tickles you on the chin. I appear. Chin. Yeah, I appear. I appear. I actually milk you. I milk you. <laughs> Even if you're a lady you a and you identify milk. as female, I milk you. You can still milk. You could, you could yeah. gently milk the clitoris. Yeah, pinky milk. Yeah, pinky, pinky milking. Milk. There you go. Pinky milking. Now I'm going to Google that and see if that's already a thing. That's We're going to put it in the Urban Dictionary. Yeah. That's going to be a new meme. A new week. meme. A new meme. Pinky if milking. If you're on Twitter, if you want to follow me, I'm Peatly Tweets. Um... Uh, I don't know if you're offended by anything that I said. I'm sorry. Um, never but, apologize yeah. for your jokes, man. You never apologize. All no, right. they're jokes. Yeah. If you're offended by anything Pete Lee says, first of all, fucking, you got to get out and see some more comedy because he is very, very healthy comedy. I I'm think very healthy comedy. It's funny. You're that, not trying to offend people. I'm not. I'm literally trying not to. Yeah. And it's so funny because like I'll get people every once in a while. They'll be like, "That's it. I I came to you for." For nonpartisan good, humor, and good clean and living am, stuff, and, and I am out of here. Yeah. And I had a post recently where I said, uh, "I said, look, I'm one of the biggest people pleasers that you know. And if I offended you, like, please just get out. Like, like, unfollow me now." And 30 people unfollowed me. There you go. Like 30. And they were like, they were avid neo-Nazis as well. Oh, definitely. All of them. Yeah. They were so offended that, (laughs) they were so offended that I, that I'm woke. They they were like, oh, I can't believe this at all. Um, Well, I'm glad you retain the majority because you deserve a huge, even more of an audience because you're a wonderful comedian and human being, man. I'm glad you you were here. Um, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you check him out. Pete Lee, Pete Lee, Pete Lee on Instagram. Pete Lee tweets on Twitter. Pete Lee.net for all upcoming dates. Check him out on those two shows as well. Jimmy Fallon and uh, Comedy The Cellar this week. This week at The Cellar. This week at The Cellar. Essential. Yeah. And thank you very much once again to William Zoback, our brand new Patreon. If you want to come and support this podcast, head to Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Savage Snowflake. And make sure you get into all the other episodes that are available on iTunes, SoundCloud, and all good podcasting sites. I love you guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>